Best Man Needs No Introduction, John Stevens. Good morning, mate. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Ed. Uh, how are you, mate? I'm Good. very well, mate. I haven't spoken to you for a while, and since then you've been all over the place. Listen, you were, you did a few uh, bit of a tour in London recently, didn't you? Yeah, I was in the, in the UK there. We uh, did the Isle of Wight Festival and a bunch of shows around London. And, uh, yeah, the uh, Starlight album's actually coming out there in uh, September, so I'm heading back to do a bunch oh, okay. of shows. Yeah. Is it, when, you, when you got there, that was just, wasn't that just a few days or just a week before the, uh, the London Bridge attack? Was that right? Three days, yeah. We were, oh. It was day three and it happened and we, got, uh, we actually got caught out in London and uh, couldn't get out until like five in the morning the next day. Um, so it's pretty, it's very tragic and just terrible, you know, so. It must have been um, unnerving, mate. They reckon it was, uh, there wasn't a lot going on over there at that stage. They basically no. locked the place up. Yeah, it's really, really unnerving. It's, it's just a bizarre situation to be in, be, be around, you know, so uh, weird. Now the Starlight Tour, now this is an Australian tour, mate. You're going everywhere, including coming back to Perth, which is great. You're playing at the Astor Theatre in Mount Lawley on the 18th of uh, August which is uh, this month, really. So if you want to get tickets, astertheatrepurth.com. Now, the big news is uh, your very old and uh, very close friend, Kate Sobrano, is coming on the tour with you. She is indeed, yeah. It's great. She's like my little sister, and we're just uh, having a great time on tour. You know, uh, she's doing her thing. Her brother Phil's actually opening the show, and he's fantastic. And uh, Yeah, he is great, isn't he? Up, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he's amazing. Yeah. And then she gets up with him, and uh, they do their thing. She does all their hits, and then I do my thing, and... And we get together at the end and do a whole lot of songs, you know. Oh, this is going to be a great night. Now, the Starlight album, didn't you write all the songs with Dave Stewart of the Eurythmics? Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. Dave produced the album and him and I got together and uh, wrote all the songs, yeah. Have you ever worked with him before? Uh, well, years ago we toured uh, in Australia. Noiswicks played with him uh, with the Eurythmics in 87. I think I caught that tour at the old entertainment yeah. centre in Perth, actually. That's right. That yeah, does ring yeah. a bell. Yeah. So That's taken good. us back, mate. That's a few years now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, it's quite funny because Dave doesn't remember that. But uh, I think he doesn't. Uh, you know, as like, well, you know, they were massive at the time. But, yeah, uh, they were. He's, uh, you know, he's a great guy, and we, we got along really well. One thing much. I do remember about that tour was any Lennox in the red lingerie or something very close to that. I think <laughs> I, can't, I can't quite remember, but it, it does stick in my mind. Tell me a bit about the songs on Starlight, mate. Every song is different. Every song is, uh, you know, a story about this, that, or, you know, life experiences or, you know. Um, yep. It's just, uh, you know, Dave and I just being in the moment of, you know, riding, we were just tapping, tapping into the stream of consciousness and whatever came out that felt good and, uh, you know, worked for us, we did. Um, there was no, it wasn't like, you know, paint by numbers songwriting, you know, yep. ABC or one, two, yep. three. It was all, all feeling, all heart and... Um, you know, it's all about that, you know, just uh, how it felt and uh, how it made you feel. So, right. Yeah. So we'll look forward to seeing, uh, hearing those new songs. And also, uh, obviously, you'll, you wouldn't get by without doing some of your classics either, would you? No, no, I'll do, I'll do the classics, of course. All that bit of everything, actually. Yeah. But uh, certainly working with Kate is a lot of fun. We have a great time. And... Will be a fantastic show at yeah. the Astor Theatre, Friday the 18th. If you'd like to find out more about every, anything and everything, just go to johnstevens.com or get your tickets from astortheatrepurth.com. Mate, always great to talk to you. Take it easy. We'll see you then. Thanks, Ian. Cheers, mate. I'll tell you what, you know when all these guys were arrested in Sydney on the weekend on the about weekend, this yeah. plot to blow up the uh, Etihad plane mm. and stuff like that? Malcolm Turnbull... He basically got up there and he, he basically had this to say. This is an example of the outstanding work that is conducted by the Joint Counter-Terrorism Team, which consists, as you know, of the Australian Federal Police, 
the New South Wales Police, ASIO and the New South Wales Crime Commission. The tight cooperation and collaboration between our intelligence and security agencies is the key to keeping Australians safe from terrorism. The number one priority of my government and my commitment to the Australian people is to keep them safe. He also said that we've got the best intelligence services in the world, right? Now, today we find out that <laughs> our intelligence services were handed this tip by MI6, the CIA, <laughs> some intelligence service from Canada, and uh, they've handed it to us on a plate. That's a little bit like sort of going to school and getting um, A-plus in your algebra exam, and then your parents find out that the kid next to you passed you a note... <laughs> <laughs> and you cheated. It's really good at networking. Good with the other kids. Oh, hello, Mr. Winternut. How are you? I'm good, Blackers. How are you, buddy? Not bad, mate. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Awesome. Uh, gee, the Eagles beat yeah. the bottom team this week, which is really good. <laughs> it's football season over yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even say bring on cricket season because we haven't got a team at the moment. So. <laughs> the Dockers lose this week, mate. Let's just shut up shop and go home. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, let's take it away from sport. I found an app today, Blackers, that um, if you've got a kid that loves technology or loves being a bit creative, perfect app for them. It's called Tinkerblocks. Tinker Blocks. Blocks, yeah. And all one word. And what, what it is, it's actually an app that allows kids to create apps. Oh, really? really? basic, Yeah, really basic way. So essentially it's teaching them oh, um, coding. The lunatics will be in charge of the asylum. <laughs> <laughs> it's teaching them a language yeah. that they might actually use for once in their life rather than... I, I love French. <laughs> the only thing I use French for, Black, is the order you play at the supermarket. That's about it. <laughs> You're right. Okay. <laughs> Tinker blocks. So, um, is that B L O C K S or something t- tricky like B O L O X? No, no, no. <laughs> Tinker as in tinkering with the car, and blocks as in let's play with the blocks. That's right, it. yeah, okay, amazing, cool. right? They actually made a, a sensible note. That's right. Um, yeah, and it teaches them the basis of coding that will hopefully send, send them to a good stead. They might be the new person, you know, the new uh, inventor of um, one of the fantastic apps like Fruit Ninja or you know Angry Birds, <laughs> make millions of dollars. <laughs> Well, that's what it's more about, because I don't know about the, the apps being, you know, what you call quality. <laughs> it's yeah. all about making money, isn't it, these days? That's right. A well, there's a lot of money a, in that. So, I know. Um, like I said, anyone who's got a kid with a bit of a technological sort of bent or um, loves to be creative, it's a perfect app for them. All right, mate. And uh, we'll find that on triplem.com.au forward slash southwest, and it's uh, you've put the link there, okay? Beautiful stuff. Right there at the Blackest homepage. <laughs> Oh, good tell. Let's hear it. Give me the details. We'll talk a little bit of showbiz with Polly. Hello, Polly. Morning, morning. Look, uh, first up, a bit of sad news. It's just come out this morning. Sam Shepard, actor and playwright, 73-year-old. He's lost his battle with the ALS disease. So I know, terrible stuff. Away. He and Jessica Lang have been together since the uh, the early since 80s. Since fried green tomatoes? Okay, maybe you made that up. Oh, yeah, maybe you made that up. Yeah, I made that up. I just, For a long time. I forget. But and, uh, yeah, um, yeah, very sad news. So, Valet Sam Shepherd. The film industry mm. is also paying homage to one of Europeans' film icons, Jean Moreau, passed away at age 89. The Academy Award winner appeared in over 100 films. Her most memorable role was in a 1962 French film called Jules and Jim. I don't know if you've seen that. It was a black and white film. So. No, no. Now, Jon Snow may still be in the dark, but this is not the case for many Game of Thrones fans. You know nothing, Jon Snow. 
get this. HBO has been hacked and over a one and a half terabyte has been released oh, of all this information no. about future oh, no. episodes. That does no, include no. episodes to come in this current season. Game of, Game of Thrones fans like me, stay away from social media. Well Don't away. click stay, on any yeah, spoilers. Nothing, nothing. If you think it's a spoiler, run away, run away, run away. Mm, okay. I watched that episode yesterday when I got home. Don't and, spoil it uh, for me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be that person. I it oh, we're about hacking. You're just about <laughs> to tell me. No. Yeah, no. there's a, a bit of a uh, yeah. Well, we find out who uh, actually poisoned Joffrey at the end of that episode. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, 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 cool. I won't tell you <laughs> who, but we find out ways. who it was. Now I've got some more exciting news. Especially you're going to love this because the classic Australian film starring a young neo-Nazi Russell Crowe is making a comeback. We came to wreck everything and ruin your life. God sent us. <laughs> That's right. How Production creepy is, is that? Very, very creepy. Yeah. And get this, it's going to be more creepier because it's going to be turned into a six-part TV sequel oh, on really? Stan. I love how awesome. excited you are. The cast uh, lineup includes Jacqueline McKenzie, Dan Wiley, David Wenham and Lockie Hume. Oh, okay. So it is basically an Australian yeah. series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but is it? Could it be anything else? Well, you know what you know what it's like with TV. I mean, yes, it could be. Oh, but it's such an Australian film. Of course, it is. But it I don't know how that. you translate Footscray into other cultures, which is where it's set. <laughs> <laughs>